We're joined in this segment by Decatur State Representative Dan Calkins. Representative Calkins, good morning to you. Hopefully everybody's doing well and you're okay. Very well, thank you. All is well. And you, I hope. Yeah, we sure we're are. doing good. Yep. Staying strong this whole time. Oh, cool. Hold on a sec here. There we go. Now he can hear you. Yeah, we're, we're staying strong this whole time, Representative. Am I breaking up on you? No, you're good. No, you're no, good. You're, you're coming through. Um, so I, okay. we wanted I've to start... We wanted to start off with um, uh, just a, a clip here from the governor yesterday on the Jim Leach show here on WMAY uh, being asked about um, uh, the Republican Party, uh, essentially saying he's a hypocrite for going out and um, uh, protesting at uh, you know, Black Lives Matter rallies, for instance, uh, while uh, earlier condemning other protests. But uh, he was asked a question by our Jim Leach here at WMAY. And Chris, you have that queued up. Do you have the question that uh, Jim poses, or does it go right? Yeah, into I, have the the, I have the follow up. Yeah, okay, yeah. So here's question. Yeah, we want it. you to be able to hear this, and hopefully, Chris. Also, it's it's potted over to uh, the, yeah. the 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 phone there, so that it, the representative can it hear is. it. Is no, he's already answered the question about why it was important for him to be at the rally. So Jim does a follow up question right here. And, and I understand uh, what an important issue that is for a restaurant owner being able to fill the capacity and serve their usual clientele is a life and death issue for them. So is it fair to say this issue is important so we have to do things a little bit beyond the regulations while telling others, sorry, you, you can't do that? It's not a life and death issue, uh, literally life and death. Uh, for, uh, you know, a, a business owner. It is, of course, um, a, a big hardship on their business. I recognize that. But it's not a life and death issue for them individually. It is a life and death issue for people who are crammed into a facility uh, against epidemiological recommendations uh, and have the, the virus spread among a lot of people in a community. Um, look at what's happened in some downstate communities where people got together in groups that uh, were larger than is recommended. There's the circumstance in, in Morgan County that was reported upon just today um, and a number of others. And I think, you know, we all need to take a step back here and recognize that uh, we've got to follow the recommendations of doctors who really. Yeah. So, so ultimately, he, he talked about um, following the, the, the data and the science. But your reaction to, uh, you know, the, the limits that have been put on businesses here, the businesses that have been failing, and um, what, what's your reaction, Representative? Yeah. Okay. My phone just seems to be breaking up. Can you hear me here? Yeah, sure can. I, okay. I don't know if he can hear me. Can you hear me, Representative? Yeah, I hear you. Okay, great. No, I hear you. So what's your reaction yeah, to the governor saying that um, whether or not a business fails, it's not life or death? Well, it is. It is to uh, you talk to the mental health uh, people and what's going on, and we're we're seeing uh, a lot of mental health issues. And is it life or death? Maybe it's addiction. Maybe it's the the loss of everything that you've worked all your life for to accumulate. Uh, so I think it is a life and death situation. I think it's very hypocritical of the governor uh, to talk about small businesses that way and then go across the border to Wisconsin or down to Florida take his family out to eat uh you know these are this is just the, the things that we're dealing with and and uh, the lack of science that he claims to have science on his side but uh, you look around the country and illinois is the worst state uh, so far as the lockdowns and uh, executive orders and all of these things so um you know, it's just really hard to hard to take this guy seriously Representative, uh, you're in the super minority, uh, and you, um, uh, you know, 
really your voice, at least the Republicans in Illinois, seem to uh, not matter much. Uh, I don't think a single Republican voted for the budget that ultimately passed in the governor's side. What can you guys do in, you know, various areas of downstates and Decatur, even here in Springfield, even though there's uh, uh, bipartisan representation? Uh, what what can you guys do to uh, increase your, your your ability to have your voice heard? Well, there's a couple of things that we can do. First of all, we can increase uh, our standing in the General Assembly by electing more Republicans uh, to give us a bigger voice. And the other thing that I think is uh, as helpful is to continue to speak out, to educate the public, to let them know that there are people that will stand up for them. uh, And hopefully uh, that message gets across where they will go to their Democratic representatives and say, what the heck are you doing to us? Why, why this, why is this approach, uh, you know, that you've taken or this, you know, voting for a budget that is, Six billion dollars out of balance. Why is that a good thing? And those are the kind of questions that we're hoping uh, voters all across the state will ask their uh, elected representatives, uh, particularly in the Democratic Party. State Representative Dan Calkins joins us in the Decatur area he represents. Uh, and Representative uh, Decatur, uh, in a recent report, uh, seemed to lead the state and metro areas of population decline. Uh, in the conversation of social equity, of uh, getting uh, opportunities to people in certain communities, what what can we do to reverse the trend of population loss, to reverse the trend of manufacturing job loss, uh, and help those communities that have been hit hardest uh, over generations, be it from uh, racial uh, systemic racism or be it from a lack of opportunity? How do we reverse these trends? Well, it's, that's going to be very, very difficult in, in today's world. Uh, particularly, you, you talk about manufacturing uh, uh, things, and we hope. Uh, I mean, we're 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 always optimistic that uh, jobs will return. Um, you know, President Trump has uh, a policy and, and is working very hard to bring jobs back to this country. Uh, we hope to, to uh, you know be prepared to accept those jobs. The problem that we have is that our government in Illinois is has become uh, so repressive, so anti-business, that it's very difficult uh, to uh, be taken seriously when uh, these companies are looking for places to grow, expand, uh, or or even to stay. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's very disappointing. The representative, I wanted to ask you a little bit back uh, back to the pandemic and 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 uh, opening up Illinois and all of these things. You know, you mentioned the fact that uh, we were number one as far as most restrictive. Uh, I guess Pritzker would argue that uh, he that that we are number one as far as meeting all the metrics for the CDC. Does that help the argument, or does that um, help the argument of hey, we need to reopen because we're doing all right? Well, that's the the problem, and there are parts of this state. Uh, that are problematic. Uh, people uh, haven't observed social distancing, wearing masks, uh, and and we still have uh, you know outbreaks. Uh, but you, you're not going to prevent every person uh, in Illinois from getting the coronavirus. I mean, it's just that wasn't that wasn't what we started out to do. That's not what we're capable of doing. Other governors have recognized this that the harm uh, that, that these draconian measures have taken on their economies, uh, what it's done to the, to, you know, to their people. Uh, and there has to be a balance of some sort. 
This governor doesn't doesn't see that. He doesn't seem to care about that. Uh, he, I don't know where he's getting his advice, but uh, it certainly uh, doesn't fit in with the advice that uh, almost every other state around us, uh, you know, is, is listening to. So uh, it, it's it's bad. The, the representative of the Sangamon County business owners here have been talking about the fact that they've gotten virtually zero guidance from the governor as far as what to do with Phase 3, Phase 4. Now, I, I, I lined up somebody for Monday that has, actually runs a gaming parlor that actually has now started to hear something from the governor and reach out. What has it been like in, in Decatur and Macon County? Have people been reached out to by the state as to what to expect to do once they're op- allowed to open in Phase 4? Um, well, people are very anxious uh wanting to get their businesses uh open but this is this is another issue that we've had um the, the governor's administration is, is totally unprepared to get you know to get people back in order uh they don't have a plan uh plans seem to change every day every week uh and perhaps that's because the governor can't make a decision or his staff can't can't give them the guidance that they need a perfect example is when uh, you know we went into phase three, and uh, daycare centers were were you know begging to get open. Well, six thirty Friday night, the regulations get published on what they're supposed to do Monday in order to open, so people could go back to work, and and that's just uh, totally unacceptable. Why, why couldn't they have published those regulations on Tuesday or Wednesday and give those folks you know? five or six days instead of a two-day weekend. Yeah, I'd even but, argue that's too early, too. They need a couple of weeks at least. You know, I mean, that supply chain be ordered and yeah. buy. Yeah, you gotta, buy. you got to yeah. resupply your, yourselves. Yeah. You've got to yeah. you know get your employees scheduled, ready to go. Um, and there's a variety of things. But to your point, Representative, that is ridiculous, yeah. Yes, it is. And, and, and this is this is the massive failure of, of the Pritzker administration. Uh, you can name any state agency... And and I'll tell you horror stories about how unprepared they are to meet the needs of the people of this state. I don't care if it's, uh, you know, Secretary of State's office, uh, DCFS, uh, the unemployment, as everyone knows, that's an easy target. Um, IDNR wasn't prepared to open up the state parks. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And and the governor spent all his time in Chicago. He likes to stand in front of the, of the TV camera and do interviews and, go on national TV and bash our president, but yet he can't come to Springfield and run his own government. And this is what we're seeing. And, and it's, it's caused massive confusion, a lot of bad feelings. And honestly, people are just taking matters in their own hands. Is that how it should be, though, locally? I mean, should this be left up to uh, local public health departments and have the uh, state public health department as kind of the backstop if uh, if they fail to, if local departments fail to be, get a public health issue under control? How, how should these types of things be handled when it comes to a pandemic? Well, the local health departments are supposed to be our guiding force. However, what's happened is that the state, the governor's administration, has exercised uh, a lot of uh, control and, uh, you know, threats. It's, you know, bullying uh, of our local health departments and local businesses. You know, I've I've had businesses call me that uh, have gotten phone calls uh, from the governor's, one of his offices, telling them what to do or not do. And it's totally circumventing the local health departments. 
because they're unprepared. They're un, they're unprepared to to deal with this. How do you uh, you know how how does somebody that's never never played golf come up with a decision on what should be happening at a golf course? I mean, it's that's just one one example of that we're dealing with here in, in Central Illinois. Decatur State Representative Dan Calkins, we're out of time. Listen, but thank you so much for joining us. We re- we appreciate it. Well, thank you for the opportunity to speak with your audience. Uh, you know, we'll stay in touch, and if there's something that I can do for you, please call. Hey, sure appreciate will. It. Thank you so much. We appreciate it.